1: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact when you're an american
2: express platinum card member don't be surprised if you say things like chef what course are we on I've,
3: i've lost count
2: or shoot that shoot that
7: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour three of our radio program covering a lot of ground, unless we don't. But the NBA trade season is underway, wheeling and dealing, the final few hours before the trade deadline. A couple of big trades. One in particular has many people rolling their eyes. What is going on with the Kings, as in the Sacramento Kings? Will Tyrese Halliburton come back to haunt Sacramento, as he was traded to the Indiana Pacers for DeMontis Sabonis. A thorough review of that trade right now in hour number three. Here it is. The swap meet is underway. Welcome in the beginning of another, yet another hour. It's amazing. Of the Ben Maller Show, we are together in the air everywhere as we speak the same language, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and tremendously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the lock, the gridlock of the radio dial, the Fox Sports Radio Studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods, and we are back at it again this hour, and our lead story coming from the auctioning block. I know you're excited. It is the day before the NBA trade deadline. The game of musical chairs will come to an end on Thursday afternoon. Used to be at midnight the trade deadline would happen, and then Rachel Nichols complained, and so the NBA moved it to the afternoon, spoiling it for those of us that do overnight radio. So the NBA trade deadline, we saw a couple of massive trades over the last 24 hours, and who better to determine the good, the bad, and the ugly from these trades than us? The Portland Trailblazers continued their going-out-of-business sale. They said goodbye to C.J. McCollum, who had been the Robin to Batman in Portland. Batman had no comment. Damian Lillard, but CJ McCollum, he gone, uh, part of a seven player trade with Nolans. McCollum and two other player, Blazer players you've never heard of, head to the bayou. In return, you got Josh Hart and three other scrubs and a couple of draft picks and a partridge and a pear tree that go back down the Oregon Trail. So that particular trade, we don't need to spend too much time on it. McCollum's the only player we've heard of. He's a pretty good player, he's like a B level NBA player. And the New Orleans Pelicans have assembled a bunch of B-level guys. They hope that Zion Williamson's an A-level player, and if he is, if he ever puts down the cheeseburgers and and figures out how to dominate again and gets back and actually plays, and you have a bunch of B-level players and an A-player, that can work. That formula can work. So that's the plan there that McCollum will provide the outside game, and they've got some, again, other B-level, C-level players around Zion Williamson, but he's the centerpiece. The centerpiece ain't there. But don't bury the lead, my man! Uh, The the trade that had everyone buzzing, and these are two teams that aren't sexy. These are teams that don't get a lot of talk on sports radio. The Indiana-Sacramento deal. Let's make a trade! Uh, The Kings are sending Tyrese Halliburton and everyone's buddy, Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson, LeBron's old pal, go to the Pacers. In return, Sacramento got DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holliday, Jeremy Lamb, and a second-round pick. So the Kings were getting absolutely crucified by many of the smart people for including Halliburton in the trade. It is being dubbed as highway robbery, a massively lopsided trade, in favor of Indiana because they got Tyrese Halliburton. So let us discuss. All right, so the question here, a Sacramento-Indiana trade, are these Sacramento Kings, as a front office, the village idiots of the NBA for dealing Tyrese Halliburton? And I am going no on this. I'm going to go no on this. I don't understand what I've been seeing, what I've been hearing. It makes no sense to me. So I've got Warner Brothers, Greek tragedy and drive through, and we're going to connect all of these things together, and that will be the beginning of this, the big bang, if you will, of this Maller monologue. So, first of all, the Maller report card on this trade: the the Kings on my report card, I give them an A minus. The Pacers, it wasn't a terrible; it was a good trade for the Pacers too. It was a B trade. You got to give up something to get something. It's old fashioned wheeling and dealing. That's how it used to be. Now we're so used to giveaways, giveaways, giveaways. Now you just think everything's a giveaway. But riddle me this, Batman. I realize I haven't been watching the NBA as much as in the past, but when did Tyrese Halliburton become the second coming of Jesus Shuttlesworth? When did that happen? I must have missed that. I must not have been watching that night. What the heck is going on? Listen, Halliburton has shown signs of being a nice, well-rounded ball player. He's a combo guard. He's put up some good numbers here on a dreadful, gutless, spineless Sacramento team, and he showed signs of being a scorer and a playmaker and all that, but is this guy going to blossom into a generational talent? Some of these basketball fanboys who are comparing him to Steph Curry and these other legends of the game, can we please pump the brakes on that? Now, I understand that some of the stats look really good, and the nerds are all excited, right? They're getting a little carried away here, crunching the numbers. And as they say over at Warner Brothers and the movie studios, do not be hornswoggled by the fake-out opening. And you know and I know that a quick start, you go to the movies, you see a, you know, you see a nice opening scene, you, know, you think, well, maybe this movie's going to be good, and it turns out to be garbage. It's a mirage. It's a good opener and then there's no second act. And one thing that I did learn from covering bad teams in the NBA for years, someone is going to play well on a bad team because they're gonna, you know, bad teams score about 100 points. And so somebody's going to be scoring those points. It's relatively easy to put up stats on a bad team. It's a dirty little secret in the NBA. But you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know until that player gets in a winning environment whether that is just fake And it's window dressing, or there's something legit that that player will also be able to sacrifice being a stat bandit and succeed. And at this point, it's only a couple years in, but the jury is certainly still out on Tyrese Halliburton. And I mean, everything. It was, oh, this guy's God's gift to basketball. One thing is for sure, right? Nobody in at least a generation, has become a legit NBA megastar playing in Sacramento. It has been a graveyard for lottery picks. So you could argue that Tyrese Halliburton is better off getting out of there, and I would agree with you in that respect, that that's where guys go just to collect the paycheck and they don't really do the things necessarily to win. Uh, now, secondly, the, the other thing to remember, the, the, we don't talk about the Sacramento Kings. Why would we? I mean, we want people to listen to the show. But the Kings are a convenient punching bag. It's a small market team, relatively speaking. Uh, It's irrelevant on the national landscape, the Sacramento Kings. They haven't been relevant since Chris Weber played there. You don't have to worry about losing access. Nobody needs access to Sacramento in the national NBA media. And so it's got all the ingredients. It's got all the ingredients there. And so now we turn this into some kind of Greek tragedy. That a certain segment of the fan base believes that every young player, every single young player who shows a little bit of a spark, is going to continue to blossom and then become a five time all star. It's blasphemy, right? They're saying to trade, how can you trade this young player? Of course, really what it is is FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. And we will see what happens in Indiana. And the Pacers have put their roster into a blender, a food processor, in recent weeks. So they've made several trades, the comings and the goings, and who knows what they have left. But Sacramento needed to do something. And so this is a big trade. It's an A-minus trade, spring cleaning. The roster was not balanced. The parts didn't fit. The players were not trying to win. And I remember Alvin Gentry. The interim coach, Alvin Gentry, who put his entire team on blast. They had blown a lead, didn't play well late in the game against the Lakers, and he came out and he did the whole win one for the Gipper, or we're going to turn this thing around. But he, he laid it all out. He said, uh, w- without saying in so many words, he said, listen, this team's a bunch of losers. These players are losers. And that included all of the players that went outbound from Sacramento, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy, Buddy Heald, Who's a one-trick pony? All the guy does is shoot from the outside. And Tristan Thompson, and he included all those guys that they were not committed, and that's why the uh, the Kings were in the spot they were in. And the other factor here, it, it always goes back to money. And Sacramento gave De'Aaron Fox a hundred and sixty-three million dollar extension, and he still hasn't played a, a lick of defense. And he's kind of worried about his stats, and that's it. But he's the guy they're married to. They can't get a divorce. And so, for better or worse, they've got to try to find a player that will unlock De'Aaron Fox to be a consistent player, a consistently good player. All right, final thought. So these trades, and we'll we'll see some more trades between now and the deadline, which is tomorrow. But these trades are a battle of perceptions, and the media. Many members of the media have decided that this cat Halliburton has the stardust that he's going to be the big thing. But in reality, you have the micro and the macro. That's how you have to grade these things. Short-term, the micro. Sacramento won this trade. Now, why is that? I'll tell you. They got the name-brand player in this trade, Demontis Sabonis, two-time All-Star. He is the guy running the in-and-out drive-through window, giving out double-doubles. You get a double-double. You get a double-double. You get a double -double. Every night, double-double. We pick him regularly in our little Fugazi fantasy basketball contest we have on the show. Because of that, he's going to get you 10 rebounds. He'll get you about 20 points a game. But it's not like Sabonis is 1,000 years old. I don't think he's near the end of his career. He's 25 years old. He's not even in the prime of his athletic career. and Now, he's the type of established player who's an all-star level ball player who would never even consider playing in Sacramento. In free agency. And he's under contract for at least two more years after this year. He's a pretty good offensive player. He can shoot from the outside. He's got a decent offensive game. He's like most other guys in the NBA. He's a liability on defense. And he's one of these guys, Sabonis, he's a star, but he's not a headliner. He's an all-star ball player, but he's not a guy that you're going to go out and buy tickets to watch. You're not going to get all giddy to watch a guy put up 18 points and 12 rebounds a game. It's not sexy. But... Those are the kind of players that you need because generally those kind of numbers generally lead to consistent success if they are in a winning environment. And he's willing to do the dishes and mop the floors and things like that. That long-term, that's the micro. Long-term, up in the air. Halliburton is a young player on a rookie contract who has been given the dreaded curse of high expectations. The odds of him even making one All-Star game are slim. Forget two All-Star games. So when all is said and done, we know that more is said than done. And I would bet on Sabonis still ending up being the better player. Now, he's a center power forward, which is not the norm these days. You only want guards and slashing forwards and things like that. So he's a bit of an antiquated model the way that he plays, but he does shoot from the outside a lot. So unlike the... It uh, seems like most of the the basketball pundits, I actually think Sacramento did very well, getting an all-star player for a player who may be an all-star but probably will never be an all-star. And people are making a lot of assumptions. And as we all learned when we were younger, when you assume, well, you make an ass out of you know. You know how that works. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part of... Of the festivities here, you can join us. The lines are open for you at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Certainly we can get back to the Super Bowl, which is going on uh, this weekend, but we're not at Radio Row, so we don't have to be obsessed with the Super Bowl. We're not, we don't have to pretend like we, we are overwhelmed with excitement when something worthy happens for the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll be all about it, right? We'll be all about it, and we'll talk about it. But if nothing happens, then we'll just talk about this other stuff. There's plenty of things going on at this particular point. Eight seven seven ninety nine on fox is the number. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Give us real-time feedback. We may even read your comment on the radio. No guarantee. Uh, we will have Password, the word game of the stars, coming up a little bit later in the hour. Uh, we will uh, get to that. We look forward to it, and uh, actually, that's next hour. This hour, we have too much or not enough, and cooking with Roberto. So that's what's left the next uh, couple hours. But uh, steaming mad in Lakerland, it has happened again. Not happy, not happy. What is that all about? We'll get to it, and we will do it next.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, watch Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
0: They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament?
4: Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That go, like, that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams. was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton?
2: And even...
3: Checkout's not until 4, so...
2: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
5: Pay attention, Mallor militia. The Ben Maller Show needs your help. Join the Audio Commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. He's at... Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny bites in the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Arriba, arriba,
8: arriba.
5: And he's been known to cook from time to time, and sometimes he shares those recipes with you. And now live in the
7: Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, it's hard to believe, Eddie, that some people are upset that I did a Tyrese Halliburton monologue, but I believe I showed my <laughs> versatility as a talk show. No? I had no problem with it. Thank you. I mean, we are a sports radio show, right? And it was a big NBA trade. Am I wrong on that? I know we don't talk about Sacramento and Indiana, but... I, I Like I said, no problem with yeah. it. Well, you tuned it out anyway. You were probably working on the Puck Podcast or something like that, right? You weren't listening. You yeah. know, Just saying. Sorry. Maybe. Yeah, you don't care what I talk about. You get you're busy doing your own thing in there. Anyway, let's go to the phones. We've got people that would like to speak. And let's go now to a place where I just read that they've banned honking horns. Well, no, I guess not in not in Waterloo, but in in Ottawa. There, that's their way to stop the protest. They're born. They're banning the the horn honking. Uh, credit card Gordon is in Waterloo. He used to be in Ottawa, but he's in in Waterloo. What's going on, Credit Card Gordon?
9: Hey, Big Ben. You know that that's one of the most great, uplifting stories that you broke tonight about the possibility of black majority ownership in Denver. And uh, why don't why doesn't uh, th- All
10: right. I just I just I didn't like where that was going.
7: <laughs> <laughs> wow. What do you think? where do you think he was going there? What do you? What do you? What do you think I don't know. I mean, I else?
10: have uh, experience with Gordon as a caller, and he says a lot of stupid yeah. stuff. So
7: right, that was a preemptive strike by yeah. Koopaloo. Yeah. Is what that was. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, uh, we will never know. Uh, now,
5: how how, ahead, I have a question, real quick, because yeah. you know okay. I, I'm not in the room there with Roberto and Koop. How often does Koop end a call, and how often does Roberto end a call? Because you guys are the gatekeepers in there.
10: Uh, I feel like it's pretty even. I think, yeah. and and it's and it's not that often for either of us. Yeah.
7: Well, Roberto got upset with Angry Bill, yeah. and then you got yeah. R-
10: Roberto has s- his specific gripes with certain callers, and he'll end those calls early. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I'm the same. I, I mean, who've I really done it to that
7: Chris? Chris in Houston. I guess yeah, he doesn't really call. He calls like once a week now. He's working during the day, and all that. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep going here. Let's say hello to David, who's in Southern California, and he is next. Uh, David, who should be retired right now, enjoying a life, instead he's working overnight security. What's going on, David, in West Covina, in SoCal?
9: Yeah, I want to talk about Trevor Bauer. I think you know uh, the news media blows everything out of proportion. And then the next thing you know, the guy is going through the grinder. And uh, I definitely think now that they dropped the charges, he should try to settle because he, he doesn't want this to drag on forever.
7: What is there to – what are you talking about settle? What are, you, what are you getting at
9: there? Well, you know what, he, it, it, just pay the lady off because definitely she's a gold digger.
7: So, well, if you didn't commit a crime, why should he pay her off? Though I don't understand.
9: he to get rid of it, so he'll be the yeah, news media will quiet down. Well, has there been him? a?
7: Is there a civil lawsuit? I don't know that one. I'm sure there probably will be one filed, but I don't think that there's been a civil lawsuit filed yet. Well,
9: I'm like, saying he should he should settle to get it over with.
7: But again, if you didn't, if the court just proved you didn't do it wrong, if you were going to settle, wouldn't you have done that before? You know, this early on before all this got going. Yeah, doesn't well, need to settle anything. Know. Now, more importantly, Roberto and I said you were very quiet there, Roberto. But I said, based on what I've heard over the last twenty-four hours, Bowers should be back on the Dodgers. He should be back, but I don't think that's going to happen. Did you see that mm-hmm. righteous Bill Plasky, uh The LA Times. Yeah, Plaskey's a moron. There. I was you done. With, you know, he
8: I was done, done with Plaskey when he was trying to trade Kobe Bryant uh, back in the day when him and Shaq were in the feud. So, yeah. I was done. Well, well, but with, no, well, no but back like, to yeah, that.
7: Pl- Plasky probably had that column written back in August that, that to Bauer, now that yeah. this has been decided, he just filled in the blanks.
8: Yeah, I haven't liked Plasky since 2002, it was, yeah. so yeah.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I know I know Bill a little bit. I got along with him, but I mean, his, some of his uh, opinions are out. I mean, looney tunes. Yes. I mean, I he's on a different planet. The way to see what happens. Well, no, we've seen what has happened. Nothing's we, gonna happen. We have the outcome. He, well, they went through the legal system. They looked at all the evidence, all the phone records, all the photographs, all that stuff, and they determined the. There is not beyond a reasonable doubt a crime that was committed. They can't even they couldn't even get to the stage of going to the trial. And if there if there had been enough evidence to go to trial, they would have gone to trial. But they had such a terrible yeah, there was no case. More importantly, we should ask Coop de Loop if That's right, Trevor Bauer would
8: to be yeah. re- released by the Dodgers. Would he take him on the Angels yeah. now?
7: Coop had already decided never, never again for Bauer. Wait, what? You were anti-Bauer. <laughs> you, you looked at those photos you said there's no way this guy, I don't want this guy.
10: That's not what I said at all. <laughs> he,
7: said, he said he wasn't going to come back. Yeah, was I, I, didn't,
10: no I was he was going to pitch again. I didn't say anything about okay, my decision. So to have now, him.
8: now that it, now that it, now that it looks like uh, he's gonna be able to pitch again, would well, you take him on the Angels? Absolutely. Ah, Are you
10: kidding me? <laughs> I've, I've always liked, you know, his his like humor and and what he brings to the to the yeah. to the game, but. <laughs> Look, I would take Deshaun Watson on the Broncos. <laughs> well, now that's a bridge too far.
7: Now you've gone too far. What about the Look, massage therapist? Look, if they're if they're not in jail,
10: they can play for my team.
7: Yeah. Oh, okay, OJ Simpson,
10: time machine with OJ. You bring him back. He was a great player back in the day. Come on, hey OJ. OJ was never convicted. And that is well, innocent.
7: He was in a civil case He was found liable But yeah Alright let's go to Mark Who's in uh, Southern California also Hello Mark What's going on Mark?
9: What's up Big Ben? Hi Yeah so first of all I just want to say Rest in peace uh, To Beer Drinking Brian And then I just want to say Like I've kind of felt Some type of way to call in Because uh, You brought up skags And about like addiction And stuff like that And you no, know, I come from parents, you know, I have my own problems, but I just want to say like, um, about Skags. you know, like I had a friend that was on the Angels at that time. And I just want to say that like, um, people go through their own problems, everything like that. And you can't, you can't judge people off of that. So...
7: Well, people do I'm get judged by their but, actions. I mean, let's be honest, you yeah. get judged by your actions. The question is if, you know, like you, I mean, if you have, uh, you know, not you per se, but if, if you know somebody that has issues where they do drugs or whatever. And they they're doing it recreationally with a friend or something like that, and then something goes wrong, who's ultimately if, if you're not being forced to take something and something goes wrong, who's responsible?
9: Yeah, exactly
7: that's the's that's that's, what
9: that's that's, yeah that's the thing where you, you that's a that's a tough that's uh it's a tough yeah. situation on that
7: yeah you know it, it's you know, everyone's got different opinions. I believe that ultimately it's personal responsibility that you choose to, and if you chose to do it, you weren't forced to do it, then you're the one that chose to put that, and you know when you do stuff like that, take drugs that there's a chance. Uh, that it could be altered in some way. I had a buddy of mine in in radio that lost uh, a a kid because uh, he got something that was laced with fentanyl, and uh, it was terrible. But, uh, I mean, that stuff does happen in that world, uh, unfortunately.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
7: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask?
2: 6 p.m. book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply
3: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
5: Now, Ben, there is a developing story going on over in Beijing. We have a
3: developing story
5: in Beijing. We could have. Let's go to the news
7: desk right now, Eddie
5: Garcia. We could have a Simone Biles situation going on. Oh, no,
7: Eddie. Uh, One of
5: my favorites. Well, U.S. skier uh, Michaela Schifrin, who you may have heard of because she's in a lot of commercials, and she's had success in the past. She's won Olympic gold before, but she was supposed to be one of the stars of this year's games, and she is off to a horrific start in her first event, she crashed 11 seconds into her run. She's a skier. And then last night, uh, she missed a gate five seconds into her slalom run and was disqualified. So she's had two horrific starts in events that she was supposed to be uh, a contender in. Now, she still has some more events to go, so she could you know, rally back from these two awful uh, performances so far. Uh, and to her credit, she has not played the mental health card as of yet. But uh, good for her. Good there for are, her. I there, like her. We are I'll we are it. seeing, and you know how this goes on social media. Uh, we are seeing uh, you know people criticizing her because she was one of the huge favorites, to, and so far she's really fell on her face. And then of course everyone else kind of rushing to defend her, and uh, kind of the same stuff we saw with Simone Biles. She has nothing to prove. She's a winner. Uh, you people are being too critical of her, and so on and so forth. So we'll see if she can rally and and, and get back yeah. to form. But uh, just uh, two, uh, she's you know she's one of the greats of her sport, but she's really gotten off to an awful start so far. That's
7: why they play the games. Eddie. You got to play these events here to find out who who can get it done and who goes. Well, in that's one of the things
5: about about sports, especially like the Olympics, right? We have the thrill yeah. of victory, victory, and the agony, the agony of defeat, right? That's part yeah. of the drama
7: yeah. of this stuff. Yeah, you can't have. Everyone only win. You have to have some people that go to the gagathon and collapse. <laughs> that has to happen. The uh, gagathon. I've never heard that one before. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. All <coughs> right. It is. Thank you. Uh, it is the Ben Mather Show as we press on. Rachel's the moderator. Wow. You guys, leave my Rachel alone. Have <laughs> my friend Rachel. <coughs> and I guzzle that sucker
9: down every night.
7: All right, uh, let's uh, let's get <laughs> I into it. Swallowed. Yeah, I know, I know. It's very very exciting. Here we go. Hit that button there, Roberto. It's game show time. I know you're excited about that. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured Woo-hoo! too many of these. Is games. it too much
6: or not enough?
7: enough? Enough already. And away we go. It's time now to play too much or not enough. Every week at about this time we play the game, and so we'll see who can get it done and who will. Not get it done. The person that has composure, that is unflustered, that can be calm in the heat of competition will have success. And those that are cowering and afraid and all that uh, will have problems. Uh, who do we have playing our game? Let's see here. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo Let's see here. Let's, uh, let's have Angry Bill play the game. Angry Bill, would you like to play our game, Angry Bill? <laughs> What do you want me to do, Ben? It's a game show, Angry Bill. Would you like to play the game show? If I can talk later, yeah, sure, no problem. Let's do it. Well, you, you're going to get more airtime this time because you know, whatever you say, we're going to hang up on you. That's usually how that works.
9: That's because I'm throwing up from my nose from burrow's food. Yeah, no. but go ahead. Let's
7: go. All right. Well, I'm waiting for the questions. I, I'm waiting for the board, and then we'll play the games. Okay, go. How's life treating you? Everything all right?
9: That, that one guy that one guy, sounds like he wants to be with Trevor Howard, to be honest with you.
7: What's wrong with that? Who? He's a big fan. <laughs> Trevor Howard. What's his name? Never heard of him. Yeah. Interesting. All right. You want me to okay. make the questions up here, Coop? What are we doing here? What do we uh, What do we got going on?
10: Uh, you should have them. You want, do you want me to read it? I don't have them. I didn't get them.
7: They did not show sure. up. All right, they just showed up. Here we go. Sent 30 seconds ago. All right, let's uh, play the game. Here we go. It is now. I now have the questions for too much or not enough. Question number one, Angry Bill. Here we go. C.J. McCollum is one of five players in the NBA to average 20-plus points in each of his last seven seasons. Uh, that includes this one. Is that too much or not enough? Too much. All right, let's find out. All right. Oh, for 1. Uh not enough. he is one of eight players to average twenty plus points in the last seven seasons. Question number two there are there were thirty five thirty five first time pro Bowl selections this season, including those not playing in the game. Is that too much or not enough too much going too much again they didn't funny. play I
9: didn't play in that game nobody played
7: but go ahead yeah you're over too uh not enough there, yes. You want to? That, that, does that buzzer mean I'm not right? That means you suck. Uh, there were 49 okay. first-time Pro Bowl selections, the second most of all time. You're 0 for 2. You got to get the last three questions right, Angry Bill. Or you lose the game.
9: Okay. Right. And just one comment there. I might suck, but I don't swallow.
7: Yeah. Right, question number three. Here we go. The Jacksonville Jags are only the seventh team to hire a former. Super Bowl winning head coach after having the worst record in the NFL. Is that too much or not enough? Too much. So, all right, you're again going you love that answer too much. Let's find out if you're right. Here we go. There you go. You got oh, it the boy. They are only the fourth team to do the uh, the deed. They joined the Saints with Hank Stram matriculating the ball down the field. In the 70s and the Patriots and the Jets with Bill Parcells in the 90s. Question number four. Here we go. Staying alive, staying alive. Cooper Cup is the sixth player to reach the Super Bowl after leading the NFL in receiving yards. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay. I got to switch my answer once in a while. You say not enough. Now's the time, he says. You're gonna go to not enough. Let's fight out. Here we go. No, it's too much. He's only the third player to do it, joining oh, Jerry no! Rice.
3: We suck again.
7: And Drew Pearson and Angry Bill. You have lost this edition. I can't That's get one. a baseball get question.
9: Nothing. Christ. You
7: lose. Good day, sir. Loser. How would you how would you get a baseball question? It's February. Baseball's in a labor dispute. Why would you think you were going to get a baseball? Court? Well, I mean,
9: hey Roberto, take your buttons and your comments and your things. So take
4: and, that in your pooper and pop it.
9: Yeah,
7: you got that right. You got that right. All right, thank you. Go away. You're you're annoying me. We're going to have cooking with Roberto. What are we making today, Roberto? Where are Chorizo and egg toast, baby. A Super Bowl staple with the yeah. Super Bowl coming up. You can have that in the morning or in the afternoon. Yeah, in the morning. In the morning. You got to have it in the morning. Coffee. Right. Yeah, no. Coffee there. I don't drink coffee. We'll have cooking with Roberto. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: We provide over 70,000 seconds of unique content per week on The Ben Maller Show. 14,400 seconds each night. That's a lot to digest. Now, you don't have to miss a moment. Thanks to podcasting, go back and eavesdrop on those classic zany episodes at your convenience. Help the Ben Maller Show podcast skyrocket up the charts. It's available for free on iHeart and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and aggravate the corporate muckety-mucks. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
7: And into the kitchen we go, man, cooking on the front burner. He didn't go to some culinary (laughs) culinary school. No, no, no. He learned the old-fashioned way. A self-made connoisseur who gives a chef kiss After every meal, cooking with Roberto. Yeah, baby. Very exciting here. What do we got on the menu today? Today we're going to make a chorizo cheese and egg toast, baby. Okay. All right. So I figure we need bread. What else do we need? We need toast. That's just bread. Uh, We need the uh, the egg. Four large eggs. Okay. That's a lot of eggs. Four Four large eggs,
8: three chorizo links, about 12 ounces. All right. Casings remove the course. okay? All right. All right. Half of a white onion, finely chopped. or Yeah, white onion, brown onion, all right? But no purple. You're not onion.
7: discriminating no against the onion. Any nah. kind of onion you want. Whatever yeah. your favorite onion is.
8: Four ounces of Monterey Jack cheese shredded. Four slices of sourdough bread, all right? Sourdough bread. you sourdough bread on this one, okay? Yeah. Okay. Sourdough, sourdough bread. bread. Yeah, is usually it's a good. thick bread? Yeah, R- yeah. Sourdough like, bread, nice yeah, thick yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because no. we're going to make these. Uh, it's going to be over easy. All right? It's going to okay. be over easy. All right. All right? Two tablespoons of butter. One tablespoon of black pepper. Kosher salt to taste. That's right, right yes. baby. Delicious. From yeah. my Jewish people. Hello. Shalom. Shalom. Yeah. And Cholula hot sauce. Because when you're eating eggs, you have to have Cholula hot sauce. Okay? Okay. That's, That's right. Key. Nothing else will do. Well, Cholula hot sauce is the best. With the eggs, can't go wrong.
1: Yeah. Tabasco, it, nah. Why, Tabasco, so, Tabasco's so is nasty. What makes it like so Tabasco. good? It's just, it, it just so wonderful? goes great
8: with eggs. It's just right. it's like it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly, you know? Yeah, Cholula, you. Cholula hot Cholula hot sauce and eggs, boom. Yeah. All right. All right. That's all you need, right? Yeah. Here. Boom.
7: All
8: right. All right. So very simple here. And we're gonna heat a cast iron griddle on medium high heat. All right. Like I said, cast iron griddle. Get yourself
7: one. Target. It's
8: the way. Walmart. To go.
7: I make you know i make pizza every week Roberto and the I cast iron stri- cast iron It's delicious wonderful
8: yeah those things are those things are amazing man you
7: can use it yeah. for everything you can get a pizza tray for like 40 bucks and it's it's wonderful you can it'll last for years yeah that's great yeah and, you and it like, used to be 20 bucks now it's 40
8: bucks. yeah and the, the <laughs> cast iron griddle costs cost you like uh it's like forty dollars forty dollars i believe right? yeah not yeah. that much and you'll save money for yeah. eating that yeah thing. and you'll eat it and you'll use it a ton that's that's if you cook i guess if you don't cook then What's the point?
7: Yeah, then, you, then you can put like stuff on it. You can put clothes on it. Yeah, you could move it around. It'll collect dust. It'll be <laughs> nice,
8: really nice. We're uh, we gonna heat the cast iron grid on medium high heat, and then we're gonna rub two tablespoons of butter and toast the bread yeah. until golden and toast it on both sides of each you, bread slice. You so,
7: gotta fully immerse the
8: butter. Yeah, exactly. The
7: That's the way to do it. Yeah, we're not gonna we're tolerable. not gonna
8: put the bread in the toaster now. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna heat this up on the cast iron griddle. All right. Yeah. With the we're butter. We're around here. All right. Nope. Not happening. All right. Using the same griddle. Add the. We're gonna add the onions and chorizo and cook on medium high heat for about five to seven minutes. All right. And we're gonna stir occasionally to break the meat up. All right. The chorizo will release a lot of grease once it's cooked. It's amazing when you see that grease. Yeah. Yeah. let <claps> eat all that that's up a right delicacy. now. Delicacy. That's yeah. a delicacy.
7: That right. grease. That's a wonderful thing to get. That grease. Amazing.
8: Yeah. All right. all right. And then we're going to lower the lower the heat and add a, we're going to add the Monterey Jack cheese. All right. We're going to add Monterey Jack cheese next. All Monterey right. Monterey Jack cheese is in the, the Jack, Jack. Yeah. right now. The Monterey kitchen. Jack. Uh, for mon- this purpose, Mexican food, I like to use Monterey Jack. When I'm making Italian. I use mozzarella, of course, or the provolone. You gotcha. know.
7: You don't cross the, the yeah, cheese. You know, cross the cheese. Really, yeah, you don't cross the cheese.
8: All right. Next, we'll add the eggs. Sprinkle with kosher salt and black pepper. Okay. All right. These the eggs right? will be cooked over easy. So make sure the chorizo is spread out. All right. So the all eggs right? stay on top and don't slide off the chorizo because the egg the, 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 the eggs got to be on top of the chorizo. All right. So it happened to me the first time I did, ever did this plate. I wasn't very was smart about it. And the egg slid off and I had to. Get it and put it back on top of the chorizo. You had a culinary accident. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how you learn. That's head. how you learn. All right, if yeah, happens to right. you. If it happens to you, you know, don't be, don't be down about it. You Just do it again. Even right? professionals, exactly. Even professionals
7: make mistakes all every right? once in a while.
8: So that's the pro- the point of this one is the eggs will be cooked over easy. So make sure the chorizo stays on top. stays on top of the chorizo. All right. Next, we'll close the griddle with a lid, and once the eggs are white all over, they are ready to go. All right, close that lid. Let the eggs cook. Boom. They're all wide over, ready to go. Put the eggs on top of the toast and add a Cholusa, Cholula sauce and enjoy. Just like that, baby. You got a chorizo, cheese, and egg
7: toast, baby. There you go. Bon appetit. Uh, just like enjoy. that. And you will tweet out the recipe. Right now, you baby. Can, you can make it today or tomorrow
3: ra- or the next day. Right now.
7: Or right now, yeah.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.